Welcome to the Joy Living Home podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We are on episode 130, which means it's a special episode. Every 10th episode covers what I call bending or breaking some sort of organizing, decluttering, planning, productivity rule that we're sort of taught by what I call the monkey brains. (laughs) For those of us that have fish brains, which are those with ADHD or other various neurodiversity that we need to be wary of and consider bending them for them to make more sense for us. Sometimes I flat out say break them, but today's a bend the rule. If you read the title, you know today I'm going to cover where we say keep like items with like items. On the surface, yes, that makes a lot of sense, but let's talk about the best way to do that for our brains. Picturing a room that looks like a jumbled mess of just random items. (laughs) When I get to a client's house and, and that's what I'm tackling, it is very helpful to begin the process by pulling a group of items and starting to sort them by like items. As you continue to clear the space, because it's nice to just have a clear space to sort of think It is easier than just grabbing everything from one place and moving it to another to actually do some sorting as you're going. It does a few things. One, you can immediately get rid of trash or broken things so that it feels like less to tackle. That's super helpful. It's also helpful to see where you have lots of duplicates that you may have forgotten about because you lost something so you bought it again and then you lost that and you bought it again and again. It helps you to see clearly this item has never had a home because I can't ever find it and I just keep rebuying it. It's a real problem. It also allows you to see sometimes we just get hung up on having a lot of the same thing, particularly in clothing because it makes us, it's our comfort zone, but a lot of times we're only wearing one or two of those and the rest is just sort of filler. So it allows us to say, oh, I didn't realize I had 10 of practically the exact same white shirt. (laughs) Let me get rid of the ones that look rough or or missing buttons or have stains. And let me make sure I'm keeping all of those others together in a place where I can see them and go through them as I wear them out or whatever. So that can be true of kitchen items. That can be true of hobby items. All those things are helpful when you're trying to make sense of what you have, it does make sense to sort like with like. So I'm on board for all of that. It helps us sort of get our brain working so that we can start to think about a space too. When you feel paralyzed by a space, the sheer movement of pulling things and sorting things actually really does sort of prime the pump for your brain to get really creative. So this is when I want you to lean into the way your brain thinks. I think one of the mistakes I see made a lot and the reason why clients are like, well, I can't maintain it. I can't maintain it. How do I maintain it? Is we worry more about how things are taken out of a space than how they're put back in. See if I can make that clearer. (laughs) So you will see, let's take a dresser drawer, for instance. You will see lots of TikTok videos out there 
on how to fold this type of item and how to fold that type of item. And I swear there are like 46 steps to fold a pair of underwear and it has to have a little pocket and then you tuck it in the pocket and then it stands up. I am all for the file folded t-shirt so that you can see that you have 15 black t-shirts but they each have a different decal on the front and sometimes you want your one decal over your other decal on the front. All of that, yet there's actual great value in that over a stack of shirts down in a drawer and you're digging through to find the one. But your underwear needing 16 steps to fold it into a pocket, I'm sorry, that's when you lost me. Where I'm getting with this is, yes, if I open those perfectly folded drawers, finding exactly what I want in any one of them and pulling it out looks so simple. It would take a fraction of a second to find exactly what I want. And you would think, yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's, that will keep me organized. That's what I need. Until you realize you can't maintain it because the effort to put it back away just so is creating so much time that you don't have and won't do because there's no, there's no reward in the putting away. Walking up to something and knowing right where it is and walking out the door with it feels fantastic. And you go, well, to get that, you have to put the work in up front. But if you know yourself and your maintenance is your issue, that's not where you want to make the, the easy button can't come at the, at the grabbing it out. The easy button has to come at the putting it away. So instead of worrying about very specific like with like categories, all of my perfectly folded white t-shirts come before the red ones and then the orange ones and then the yellow ones and the green ones and the blue ones because of course we have to rainbow color it. No, you don't. You can have a drawer that is just for t-shirts. And yes, it might take you all of three seconds to find the one you want. So do you have three seconds? <laughs> Versus taking... 20 minutes to fold your laundry just so, categorize it by color, put it in just right for every load you do. And I, yes, that was an exaggeration. Let's say it takes two minutes. And you might say, but I have two minutes. But do you when you're doing 12 things at once and you're just trying to get the laundry put away and you're just like sick of it? Why not take three seconds to put it away and then three seconds to pull it out? The sum total of six seconds is still shorter for maintenance purposes than the two minutes it takes to make sure it's all put away just right. And that's the kind of mind game that you will hear a lot of organizers make where 10 minutes of preparation saves an hour in execution. Does it though? Is anybody actually clocking how long it takes you to like dig through a sock drawer and find just the right socks? Eh, socks might be. A tough one because yes you want to maybe find a match um but as far as underwear is concerned reach in grab a pair of underwear if you're looking for a specific kind of underwear i'm telling you it still shouldn't take you more than three seconds to sort through a drawer of shockingly unfolded underwear and find the right one no you don't want wrinkly shirts but who cares if your socks and underwear are wrinkly or your pjs just throw them in i have had Clients who are very type A that are frustrated by their kids for not keeping their rooms clean and they think 
oh, they need it very, very clear. They need it very structured. They need to know exactly what goes into each spot. And they've sorted PJs by winter PJs and summer PJs and match sets and really all of that effort to make sure it's just right is what's breaking it down for your kids so that they can't accomplish it. Throw it in a drawer called PJ. If they're getting to bed one night and they're hot, they might grab the summer PJs even if it's winter time. Or if they're grabbing PJs and they're going to bed one night and they're cold, they might want the winter PJs. Who cares if they're sorted into separate drawers? They'll find what they want when it's time to get ready for bed. I guess what I'm saying is consider instead of these intricate like with like specialized categories, consider more of a zone defense (laughs) a zone effect where you're like it's just an overarching it works for clothes like tops go in this drawer bottoms go in that drawer peaches go over here socks go here underwear goes here don't overthink it in the kitchen I have a baking area I have a food storage area I have plates and silverware where things are going to be set the table yes it's nice sometimes to make some categories inside of it but if you know the general area something is you will find it you will and if you still can't it's because you have more than you need of everything it's not even zoned it's it's 20 zones are in the same pile that's the where I'd like you to spend your time. If you're going to invest time, invest it in getting rid of things and invest it in zoning things out so they make some amount of sense. I think not to give too many points in the same podcast, but making sure you know the purpose of how you want to use a space is paramount to maintaining it over saying I sorted all of these things now let me find a place for all of these things to go because I own them don't put things back because you're like well I have all of this stuff and I need to put it all in a place ask yourself do I need this stuff ask yourself what is the purpose of the space I'm reorganizing if it's meant for office but you're also trying to store games there then ask yourself, is there a better place to put that so that you're zoning towards the purpose of the space, not just because you own the things. You might have gotten off on a tangent there. Hopefully the rest of that was helpful. So what I'm saying is bend the role of like for like. Sort that way when you're trying to figure out what you have, when you're trying to make sense of your jumble. But then when you put it back, put it back in zones. All right. Until next time, continue to choose joy.